When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Bird Show. He is about to break his Baba's heart, but he don't care because he's heartless. We'll bring Jackson in here in just one second. Abby, I am curious. Um, when you go out on dates, if you if you go out on a hundred dates, how many of those dates do you pitch in on a first date? Well, I always offer because that's the nice thing to do because then you look like a total a-hole if you're like just staring at him while he brings out his wallet. You got to do the reach and then they do that thing where they go, are you Mm. kidding? I wouldn't make you pay on this date. And I'm like, well, I know you wanted to see me grab my wallet. So let's just have this moment (laughs) and move on. So uh, if there are 10 dates, how many of those dudes will actually go, okay, cool, we'll split it? I've only ever had to pay once on a date and it was an expensive bill. We went to a martini bar and I was like, oh, let me take this because he was still in college and I was making money. So I was like, oh, like, let me handle it. But I was kind of like, maybe like, let's go have these. And he was like, all right. Ouch. <laughs> and he's like, oh. he was like, well, we can get ice cream afterwards. And I'm like, I'm glad that this $3.99 was going to make you feel better about me paying $50 plus tip for <laughs> these beverages. So I'm asking because I'm reading this morning that the average American has gone on $3,025 worth of dates in the past year. Wow. 3000 bucks. Wow. Uh, respondents went on about eight dates in the past six months, which cost about $189 per date. Does that sound accurate? That doesn't sound accurate to me at all. I think y'all are just better at scamming men than I am. <laughs> that does seem very expensive. $189 per date? Yeah, that's yeah. a little high. Yeah, I'm a cheap date. Although I will say some guys do like to ball out because they think it's like an attractive thing to do. Right. Um, Men are more likely to foot the whole bill, it says. 54% of men picking up the tab compared to just 12% of women. 42% of um, respondents try to save by going to cost-friendly restaurants. And 50% believe it's okay to go on a free date. A free date? Yeah, so you and I are going to go hang out. We're going to go to the park. No money spent. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love love that. Especially for a first meeting, if this is somebody you've never met before, then you guys both don't lose anything. Because I always feel bad if I meet a guy for the first time and he pays and I don't want to see him again. Now I feel like you just wasted $15 just to get rejected. Yeah, except time, and we all have plenty of that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jackson, you're all set up, man. You're about to break Baba's heart. What are you doing? 
Yeah. Um, my mom's birthday is on December 19th. And for those who have birthdays that are close to Christmas or even on Christmas, I'm sure you're familiar with the fact that oftentimes it feels like those dates get kind of intermingled, kind of put together as one. And it's not super fair, right? Oh, you. other times you're just completely forgotten. Right. Exactly. And so my mom has felt that, you know, for, you know, as long as I can remember. And so it's very important to her that we celebrate her birthday as a separate entity other than Christmas, right? Um, so the thing is, um, things are getting a lot more serious between my girlfriend and I. And so we've been trying to have the conversation of how to split up holidays and what that looks like. So I'm curious for the people who are in, you know, long-term relationships here on the show of like how you handled the conversation with splitting up holidays. Well, I'm in a fortunate situation where my family and my husband's family both live in Kentucky and they're like about an hour apart. So when it came to holidays, so for Christmas Day, his family always did Christmas lunch. So we would go to their house in the morning and then go to my family's house in the evening. So, I mean, we did, it It was a stupid amount of travel. We did the same thing for Thanksgiving. His family did Thanksgiving dinner. So we did Thanksgiving lunch. And we've just, we've always, we've always seen both at the holidays. Yeah, I caught a lucky break here too, because my family is either estranged or dead. So I don't have to make those decisions. So that's, that's kind of lucky on my part. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> I had to go through this recently, and it actually went um, pretty easy. It was easier than I thought it would go because, for me, I, I let her know that Thanksgiving was, like, really important to me and my family. It has been my entire life. And so I would—she didn't have to come, but if she wanted to, she could, and I would have to be there for Thanksgiving. And she said, no problem. I guess that means you're spending Christmas with me and my family, right? And I Ooh. said, yeah, that, that's what I was doing. And I figured if I if I give one, I got to take one. So that's the way it worked Oof. out. And wow. some people do that. They alternate. Like, one year yeah. it's Thanksgiving uh, at one house and Christmas at the other, and then the next year you swap. Yes. I guess I've been lucky in the sense that I haven't had to have this conversation yet because I can't find a man to love me. But I will say the the family members that I know that have been really successful with this, and this is with their spouses, so I guess it makes more sense that you know it's going to be for the long haul, but they have their families on a schedule. So kind of like what Kristen said, like, okay, we'll alternate, but so you know what to expect. You know that next Christmas I'll be there so that you... You don't have to consistently have the conversation. You just know that next year we won't be here. Gotcha. No, I definitely like that. And um, obviously, in my mom's head, the best case scenario would be that we spend all the holidays with them, which mm-hmm. obviously is not super feasible. And so this year we were trying, we were kind of, you know, hashing it out and planning. And so the the compromise that we came to was basically I'd be spending the week prior to Christmas um, with her family in Philly. And then we'd come back and spend Christmas, actual like Christmas Day um, with my family. And while that sounds great on paper, um, you guys remember that my mom's birthday is the 19th, so that overlaps with oh. her birthday. Yeah. It's tough, right? And so I'm having to, I, I want to have a conversation with her and sit her down and basically be like, you know, our family has been huge on Christmas, especially traditions, since, you know, I was a kid. And so we've held fast to those forever. And any deviation has been seen as like some sort of like, you know, bad year, essentially. And so I want to let her know that moving forward, things aren't going to be exactly how they've always been. And I just want to know, like, any advice on how to drop this bomb on her. So, uh, Abby, um, months and months ago, I forget the exact phrasing that she used, but this is going to be one of those conversations where, you know, you're going into it and it's not 
going to be great. Like you just have to know your your bar has to sort of be um, set at there's going to be tension. Your mom's not going to be happy and there's nothing you can do about that. 100%. And it's it's just like any normal aspect of growing up. Like when you went away for college, I mean, that was, I know for my mom, that was a really hard transition. And it's not because going away to college and not being around all the time is a bad thing, but it's a good thing that your parents really care about you and want you around for everything. So yeah, I think you just have to set your expectation that this is going to be really uncomfortable change where your mom is going to feel out of control, which might even heighten the uh, intensity of the emotions. But going into the conversation, always lead with the good. I'm so excited that I get to spend Christmas with you guys this year and my girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, to keep it, you know, balanced with her family, we're going to go the week prior. So plan something before you leave for her mom for her birthday. Give her something sweet and special Mm. early before Mm. you guys leave. That way she has that and can hold on to that while you're gone on her birthday. But when you go into that conversation, you lead with the fact you're spending Christmas with your family. No, that is great advice. I've been guilty in the past of accidentally scheduling like a trip over the weekend that her birthday falls on and it has never gone over well. But yes, it's a good (laughs) idea to get ahead of that and celebrate, you know, ahead of time. Do you plan something? Don't okay. go in empty-handed. I did yeah. that, and I told my mama, and she cried. It, it was, no. it was oh, oh, damn. Yeah, it, that was, it was dirty, actually. She shouldn't have <laughs> did that. So, that really broke me, man. Good luck. Okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. All right, we got some time here. So let's wrap up uh, one of the calls that we did on Friday, and that was Texting Tutor, where we helped a virtual listener text her husband and kind of say, like, hey, you've gone overboard with spending money on presents in the past. We're not doing that this year. It didn't go great. No, it did not. So she is the one that pretty much manages the budget and the finances in the home. So she sees the accounts. She she handles the bills. And she recognized last year that they went overboard on Christmas. And it really, it puts them in the red and they have a hard time coming back and they just don't have the money to do that again this year. Well, the reason why her husband went, you know, extra on Christmas is because he has kids from a previous relationship. So they are married. These are her two stepkids. And his ex-wife got married recently and her new husband is very well off. He's got a lot of money. So her house is spending buku bucks on Christmas. So she, you know, she they're doing all that at their house and he is trying to... Um, he, he's trying to keep up with them and wants to make sure his house is as extravagant as theirs. So she, she told us they spent a grand, I think, oh, on each kid oh, last year for Christmas. So she wanted our help texting him being like, hey, we can't do that this year. We have to compromise. Well, after we got done texting with him... Um, He's spending the same amount on the kids at Christmas. (laughs) But apparently we negotiated the fact that they're not going to be able to go on their spring vacation and that he would have to give that up. Any update? Hi, Bird Show fam. I really, really appreciate your help with texting, Tudor. But in the end, we may have made things worse. I did speak to my husband more to see if he really wanted to cancel the spring trip. He said yes, if it means he doesn't have to cut back on the kids for Christmas. He didn't budge at all. And guess what my husband did over the weekend? Christmas shopping for the kids. He told me, very matter of fact, that he has already spent over $1,000. So it looks like he is on his way to going way over what he did last year. 
It almost seems as if he feels like he has even more money now that the trip is supposedly <gasps> canceled. Ah, uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's... Backfired. Some dude math right there for him <laughs> anyway. It's like he is using that money to go above and beyond what he did last year. So the agreement to cancel the trip may have backfired. Mm-hmm. At the rate he's going, hmm. I don't know if I'll even have the money to go on the trip by myself. How do you put your foot down? Yeah, that's incredible. That is tough. It, yeah. It's so incredibly selfish. And I think like the number one reason for divorces and, and like long term relationship breakups is usually finances. So even though it seems like, okay, maybe he spent an extra two hundred dollars, I mean this is Huge. I mean, the fact that he's disrespecting the fact that you were trying to set a budget and be responsible. And he's like, well, screw that. I'm just going to spend whatever I want. Shows that he doesn't respect you and the finances that you tried to agree on together. And if you have to continue, if you go into debt again, like I can't even imagine the stress it's going to put on you for the year to come. Yeah, it all goes down to like trying to be a team together. You know, at the end of the day, that's what a marriage is, right? We're teammates. And he just sounds like he's a ball hog. (laughs) Um, And he is not giving any interest at all so yeah this is this is going to be real bad for a real long time is it time to pull out like to go hard and do what cassie said and put the limit on the credit card oh because cassie brought up the fact that if if she's the one if you have multiple names on the card the person that it's the primary person can put a limit on the spending on the card if if it's me that that i would do that after I was honest. I think I would probably enter this situation with pure honesty. I think we tried to beat around the bush because we didn't want to challenge his ego, but it Mm -hmm. sounds like that's exactly what needs to be done in this situation if it's me. That is really burning the village right there. I mean, but there's already, like, disrespect happening on his side. So what can she do, like, to take the high road to where he'll really listen to her? And he doesn't seem to be accepting any of that. So maybe that's the only thing that she can do. Yeah, at this point, I think that's your one option left. But I like what most that I think you've got to have one final conversation where I think you need to get a little angry. Like, I think mm-hmm. having the conversation over text takes the emotion out of it, which is the easiest route. But I think you need to have that conversation where he can really see how this is affecting you. And I just can't believe that this guy can't self-regulate by himself as an adult. Mm-hmm. But I think, honestly, after you have that conversation, set the limit because you can't keep doing this forever. Yeah, I think a lot of people, um, when it comes to when it comes to finances, just think they just push that issue like, oh, well, I'll deal with that later. You can put it on the credit card. I'll deal with that later, and it it could really come back to bite you in the ass hard. The Bird Show.